And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Slagle. Uh, Bent Washburn on the other side. Hey, Hello. Bent. Hello. And uh, <clears throat> later in the show, we're going to be talking. We got the- we got a visit from the fact checker. Uh, Jeff Jenner is uh, on the line and uh, ready to go. Uh, we're also going to be talking about an interesting article that I found this time uh, in the Washington Post. We'll probably link it on Facebook. But uh, on the first topic, uh, we mentioned this before. It's uh, uh, it's actually going to happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> starting 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 uh, starting this weekend. Actually, uh, Bent and I are uh, going out to sea. We're going on a we're going on a cruise together. We're going on a it's, cruise uh, ship. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I still don't think we can name it. But, uh, no, we can't. But uh, I, I forgot to do this. I get top bunk. I've got to, to, <laughs> to call. You didn't, oh, I didn't mention the uh, accommodations. Assuming there, is, uh, assuming there is two beds, huh? Yeah, left. Because when we get there, the other two guys in the room might have already called top bunks. But if there's <laughs> <laughs> top bunks and dib shower. I dib shower for – no <laughs> – <laughs> but anyway, um, we will both be in one cabin. Though pack your earplugs because I've been snoring. According to Kelly, oh, I hate to say say that. I didn't know. I didn't know I'd be snoring this bad. So, oh, I have. No, you think that's bad? I've got night terrors. So <laughs> okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll uh, wake up running and screaming. And trip bed, so. canceled. <laughs> trip canceled. <laughs> we get fired. You would be running maybe through the ship do, in the middle maybe of the night. What, maybe, maybe there's a hammock on the Lido deck that no one's going to be using. <laughs> uh, maybe I will be slipping sleeping pills into your scotch <laughs> every night. <laughs> wow, I got, I got some. I got some. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm all set. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'll be the, I'll be the Hunter S. Thompson on uh, on the cruise. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, He's that's with a whole briefcase. <laughs> you and several others. <laughs> I think there are a few. Yeah, I guess recently there was a comedian fired because uh, they he they caught him with uh, marijuana, and they what? Uh, yeah they caught him with marijuana and off the ship. Huh. What, yeah. what, what's unusual to that story about me to to me yeah. is. Uh, uh, why hasn't that happened before? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Why hasn't happened a lot? I, it probably does. This is just the first I've heard of it. I've only been doing them three years. But he announced to the – I heard it from a, some people said, yeah, our last comic on the last cruise, he got up and said, well, I, I'll be leaving you tomorrow. Told everybody, you know, about being uh, busted for possession of marijuana. And then they said wow. he wasn't kidding. He was gone next day. <laughs> wow. Did they helicopter him off? I don't know if they they always or, or say they helicopter people. I think it's usually just a tender boat to shore. Yeah, I'm, on my other uh, on my other uh, uh, rule of th- or my other podcast, uh, another day above ground, which you yeah. can also Google. Uh, uh, we we actually had a cruise director. Oh, and uh, and he told us he told us that yeah that did, he he's never he's been he's been working the cruises almost thirty years yeah. Yeah. And he has never seen an act helicoptered off. Yeah, every uh, time I said they brought in a helicopter, uh-huh, right, sure. <laughs> every time, no, they didn't. They fired him unceremoniously. You overestimate the power 
the damage that your act does. It, yeah. Not, <laughs> no. Yeah. The last story I heard, the last story I heard, uh, that the comic was so bad they helicoptered him off that it was a small boat. So there was no place for the helicopter to land. <laughs> yeah, so they we, actually. So they actually had to like uh, they had to actually like wire him up. Oh, so, send down the so cage, the right? So he actually was was there on the deck, and uh, and had to sit all, all the all the people that he had bombed in front of the night before all sitting yeah. there watching him as he kind of rose above the. <laughs> they went. They just made BS. They just yeah, and they want you to believe this. They would just. You know, they just make you stay in your cabin for a couple of days to the next port. Sure. Actually, they don't mind. Walk around. What? Let people talk about you behind your back. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, so I, so I, uh, uh, Dave Mordahl. Uh, oh, I don't, yeah, him I, on a cruise ship? Did he do a cruise ship? No, 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 no. He was just he was just talking once. It, oh, yeah. it, is that he says he never rides with the other, with the other comics. He goes, I will never. He goes, because uh, I figure every middle act has pot on him. Oh, and he yeah. Goes, I don't. I don't need that. You know. It, yeah. It's uh. You know. You get. You get pulled over. The the cop brings in the dog. You know. Uh, woof woof. It's on the other comic, or he sticks it under the floor. Tries to stick it under the floor mat. Now and, it's uh, yours. You, you, yeah, well, yeah. it's yours anyway. It's yours anyway. If he's in your car with pot, and and he said, I don't. You know. Really. And I never thought. I never thought about it until that point. Oh Is man. It like, oh my god. I didn't yeah. either. I didn't yeah. either. Wow! Yeah, sure. So this risk. other, so this, uh, the, the, this other. How, how did they find it? Was he was, was he smoking in his cabin and they smelled it? I don't, I don't know. Probably just smelled it on him. I don't know how, but they huh. they caught him or something and. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I wonder, did, did, did they did they did they search his room? Did they? I don't know. I don't know that they it, can does, search does your that room. Ha- does that happen on a cruise? Do they? Do, what's what's it called in prison? A shakedown or? Yeah, I I know they, they do get that. Everyone out of they, the, everyone out of their cabins and have to stand in the hall while the guards go. They through do the room bed, inspections. Bedding. I know that they will do room inspections. I don't know huh. that they've ever done mine, but they do room inspections. You bet. Huh? Yeah, and huh. drug testing, of course, of everybody on that that works on the cruise ship, they would do drug testing. They don't do it for comedians or you know entertainers, well, guest can. entertainers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, they really, they really, they really can't if oh, they want entertainers. Be, yeah. They would lose a lot of entertainers, yeah. But the the staff, the crew, entertainment crew that are on the ship for six to eight months, they do that. They they could be drug tested, random drug testing. Yeah. Because wow. they all have to perform safety duties. But we're way off. This None of this is funny now. Or enter- Well, maybe it's interesting. I have no idea. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's I can't, I can't see I, – I can't, I can't see a ship that stops in Jamaica not having – Oh, you haven't seen. Where do you see this ship? You're like, oh yeah, there's not a lot of drug use. Oh, no okay. one's taking the pot. <laughs> do you use the pot? Is, well, no. Uh, no, no, no. You, now you're kind of being. Now you're now you're kind of thinking like a kid. It, it, well, that's uh, true. Except, wait till you see. I mean, because there's it, a certain segment that. Well, anyway, you, you're it, you're right to a point. Yeah. I don't think there's. I don't think that there's anybody alive today that couldn't have been on uh, at Woodstock. Well, that's true. You're, they're all. But but at the time of Woodstock, as my mother-in-law often reminds me, we weren't all hippies back then. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks because I'm this age, I'm a hippie. I wasn't, and she's very conservative. And there's a large core group of conservatives, and they like to cruise. A lot of them. So. Uh, 
But so, yeah, I, I kind of had I kind of had the same issue. I, I I remember getting yelled at by a neighbor lady because we had a we, there was a fifties day mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, at high school, and uh, the neighbor lady saw me coming home from fifties day at high school, and uh, she yelled at me. <laughs> she said, "You know, we weren't all greasers." <laughs> Is <laughs> okay. for some reason for some reason the the the, yeah. the, the predominance of Arthur Fonzarelli's yeah. in the fifties and Sean was Anna. totally yeah, yeah it was totally <laughs> exaggerated by yeah. the uh, by the pop culture of the seventies. Yeah. I can't believe uh, they'd do that. They would do that. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of it's kind of you know, kids of the nineties all assumed that uh, that you know that the seventies was uh, was all disco that everyone mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Disco, disco ruled, and uh, uh-uh. no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it was ridiculed. Actually, it didn't rule. It was ridiculed a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's a uh, oh, here's a here, here's a funny story. It has absolutely no relevance to the discussion. And, yeah, uh, is is a friend of mine was uh, was dating a guy that uh, that everyone everyone thought was gay, but her. Ah, uh-huh. and she swore she no no. And uh, uh, there was uh, there, there there was an incident where, where where he was he was over my house and he was doing karaoke and uh, uh, he knew uh, uh, every all the words to Gloria Gaynor without looking at the screen. Oh well, I mean I guess I'm stereotyping, but I would just assume. Yeah, of course, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I mentioned that to her, and she said, "No, no, he went to a lot of bar mitzvahs when he was a kid." What? <laughs> what? Yeah, and I said, you're not Jewish, are you? She goes, no. And I go, that's the most ridiculous excuse I've ever heard for being gay. <laughs> oh, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, I barely know who Gloria Gaynor is. I just know the name. Right. I couldn't pick her out from a lineup. So right. to know all the words so, is, yeah, amazing. pretty intense. And... Uh, and brings us to the end. Will you all? Uh, we'll 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 uh, uh, next week. We'll be actually podcasting from the sea. So yeah, tune in for that. Back on the rule of three. Uh, the 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 fact checker is coming in for the third segment. Uh, uh, he's on the line. He uh, had a few things to say about the uh, <laughs> about our errors about, yeah. about the last segment. But yeah. uh, you might have to you might have to come back for the fat for the facts on that. Uh, uh, but in this segment, uh, article I found on uh, the the Washington Post is that apparently uh, if you're a second guesser, if you yeah. if you second guess yourself frequently. Uh, you might be wrong a lot more than somebody who just goes with his gut instinct. <laughs> In a paper published by the Journal of Behavioral and Experimental Economics, a trio of British economi- economists. Uh, I'm Are not you reading sure? this. I'm your second guess. <laughs> <I think. laughs> they uh, they put some brain power on the question and uh, of gut feelings and found that people who second guess themselves make considerably worse decisions than those who stick with instinct. But this is – look at the structure. First of all, this article, look at the headline. What does it say? The, it, what is it? It 
says would would have implications in what areas? It brings in politics. True? Uh yes. But if yes, you read it, the entire it, well, body of well, the article, the study the never Washington Post, you know. So so it says uh uh would apply in realms as diverse as business, dating, and politics. Would. Would. That's not in the scientific paper. Uh, at that's, all. That's, that's a reporter. Yeah. Yeah, that's a reporter. Yeah. yeah saying, it's not. Uh, oh. It's yeah. not at all because when you read the excerpts from the study, it no, because the, the confines of the study, to me it made total sense. When you take a multiple choice test, we were always taught your first impulse, your first instinct is you're answering those questions and a test, go with that one. Don't go back and second guess through the multiple choice. Your score will lower. Weren't you taught that? I was always taught that, and it played out to be true for me. Huh. Anyway, I, n- I never went back because because of, because of the time constraint. I always yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I I always I thought it was always thought it was more important to finish the test than to. Uh, 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 yeah. So I was so always I... taught your your fir- in a multiple choice situation your first. Impulse. Huh. It was probably the right one, and then if you second guess that first impulse in a multiple choice test, your your accuracy would drop. It was. I thought it was really interesting. That- well, the way they did this, the way they did this was uh, was they had people they they studied people who were betting on soccer scores. Yeah, yeah. So and, it's kind uh, of a hunch thing, anyway. They really, you know, how much right. fact you have in front of you. You just have a certain group of information, right? Right, and yeah. they said they, they they said people's first guess for people's first guess would be uh, uh, you know would almost always be right. Yeah. And what, what they found was people that actually did the research, and when the, with the, the people went back and researched, yeah, uh, the, the 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 players or in other yeah. games, if they did that, they even got worse. It got worse, which is interesting. <laughs> That's interesting because this runs counter to a very well established idea that actually they talk about this in medical school. Uh, I told my brother-in-law, this is from that book, Thinking Fast and Slow. It's in a, a psychological experiment that Kahneman did that brought out how when, when doing the diagnosis, doctors will go with their first instinct, but it'll be based on incomplete data. And then once they make a diagnosis based on the incomplete data, see, it's very difficult for them to go back and research because they have a bias from their first See, uh, uh-huh. that prevents them from accurately adding extra huh. information into their mind. Huh. So that so holding off, if you have the luxury of holding off on your impulse, it significantly increases your accuracy. But huh. once you draw a conclusion, your brain says, yeah. okay, we've decided this now. So either way, you're going to have a hard time your brain's going to be back. fighting against itself. Yeah, because you're, you're going to be yeah. reading the extra data, and your brain's going to be uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh yeah. uh no uh uh-uh. <laughs> it's so, it sucks. <laughs> no, so they're bad. so wrong. They yeah. are so wrong. What an idiot! They're just, they're just <laughs> liberals. Yeah, <laughs> or conservatives, right? Depending on where your brain, to a bunch of idiots. Here's yeah. the here's the most interesting thing to me is that both groups, the people that uh, did not second guess and the people that did second. Oh, the difference is uh it's a uh, uh, 8% of uh or actually 9% of the people who just went with their gut instinct got the got the scores right and uh, only 8% of the yeah. of the people who came back and revised their scores got it got right. Got it right. So so here the real lesson is that, boy, we're crappy guessers because when you look, you were wrong. What they failed to mention, 91% of the time you were wrong. 
when you gamble. Sure. Well, here's, 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 In second case, it's 92% still crappy odds. This, this part stands out for me. This is going to be my imprint. This is the same thing that the reporter saying would translate to politics, uh, is that they said both groups vastly underestimated the possibility of a zero-to-zero score. Oh, and, that's fascinating. Uh, hello, yeah. it's soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that think, should be, that should be pretty almost, obvious. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say that that's the other, that's where the other 90% lies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think you could actually just put zero, zero down for every game. You'd probably get 90 You probably, right. yeah, you probably would. <laughs> I would like him to figure that out because that's fascinating. And that, uh, yeah. that was I might go to article. Europe. I might go to Europe and uh, and bet on soccer and just <laughs> <laughs> zero, 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 zero. Of course, even then, even if you <laughs> increase your accuracy to fifteen percent, you're still going to lose eighty five percent of the time. So, yeah, not the best. Well. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think we covered that one. I think we did. That was fascinating. It was a good little article. I thought. Yeah, we'll post it on Facebook. And as is our practice, every few weeks we like to make sure that the rule of three is accurate, and uh, we bring in our fact checker, and uh, he's with us today. Uh, please welcome Jeffrey Jenna. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Good oh. to be here, Tim Bent. Good to talk oh. to y'all again. Yeah. How are you? Good. Doing okay. Excellent. Well, I'm going to just dive right in. Uh, I think it was in episode 168 where Bent actually said something like, ah, "We'll get the fact checker on that." Yeah, yeah. It's so handy. I wish I had that everywhere in life. And the the question was, is Julian Assange still alive? Yes, Julian Assange is still alive. And he's not living in the Bolivian or Peruvian or Ecuadorian embassy anymore. He's out and about. Um, And then there was another discussion in the same episode about whether a priest can marry. And certain priests can already be married. Uh, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. And and in uh, in different rites, like in the Eastern Orthodox and the Russian Orthodox Church, priests have always been allowed to marry. The reason yeah. in the Roman Catholic Church priests weren't traditionally allowed to marry was because going back to the uh, Middle Ages and the Renaissance times, the first in line inherited the estates of their father like if your father was the duke of venice and you were the firstborn son you got the property the secondborn son got the church oh really and what about the thirdborn well he was just he's kind of like Prince Harry, he eventually gives up the royal family and, <laughs> you know, and moves, to, moves to Hollywood, moves to Hollywood or something. I don't know. Okay. So, Nothing. Wow. But in order to have to not have competing claims for future generations, the son who inherited the church was not allowed to legally marry, although a lot of the bishops and cardinals back then had a little action on the side. Well, so actually, that's actually, what's going actually, on. That's actually growing up. It's every priest had a, uh, a cleaning woman. 
Wow. Oh, that's a tough job. <laughs> so that it wasn't it wasn't just that God told him to. It was that it was property inheritance and well, I, I mean that that was the real reason they covered oh, it with okay. some sort of theological, you know, uh, thing. And then while we're on that subject, I'm going to skip ahead an episode to 173, where Bent talked about uh, the the Mormon Church having a slush fund of a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, a little petty cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and when the Catholic Church heard about that, they just kind of laughed. <laughs> what <are> they? <laughs> yeah. What? They, they kinda, oh, a hundred billion. That's nice. That's yeah. That, yeah, that, oh, that, it's buy crazy. Yourself, buy yourself a nice cottage somewhere there. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just their uh, slush fund. That's just their. Yeah. Sl- that's not <laughs> holdings. But uh, we all know that the Catholic Church has had a lot more time. And to, a lot yeah. more holdings. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. To accumulate and, holdings. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that the Pope came out against. Oh, I, that's politics. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, no, we're, not no sure, we're, we're not sure. We're actually not sure. We we actually the uh-huh. the, the first poll is a tie, so we don't. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. It so was a tie. We're is it going? Is it going to the Supreme Court? Are they hanging chads? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope they're hanging chads somewhere. <laughs> so I'm going to back up a little bit, go back to episode 168. Uh, and this is just, uh, I, I wanted to, you were talking about skepticism in the church and things like that. And there, you got off on a side thing. And, uh, but I wanted to quote a great comedian and friend of mine, Kathleen Madigan, who said, uh, uh, if you're, if you're a Catholic and you're worried about that, you better wait your turn. Cause they're just getting to Galileo. <laughs> it's kind of backed up there's a backup yeah. in those yeah you know courts. the decisions are a little backed up you know think our courts are backed up the, <laughs> the church courts are a little backed up and then to a more important much more important topic um uh i think that was the episode 168 where you talked about the nationals winning the world series congratulations yeah. you know yeah. if you know me at all you know i'm a huge baseball fan and cub fan yeah. <laughs> and first of all, totally against technology in sports in general, but especially in baseball, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they started. Why don't if you're going to review things in sports, you have to review to be fair, quote unquote, you have to review every play. Ugh. That's too well, much. Well, then they get what they need to do is find a way to block me from seeing that strike zone <laughs> on my phone yeah. and the several million people that can right. have a, we literally have a better seat than the umpire now it's just the poor umpire the yeah. poor umpire and and on the same topic real quick the cubs invite bartman back um they there i i did some research on this because i couldn't remember in 19 hours uh, 19 uh, i'm not too behind uh, in, <laughs> 2016, in 2016 when the cubs won um the fans actually started a GoFundMe page to buy Bartman tickets to the World Series. And it was hugely successful, although he very politely declined. He said he was very humbled in that. But the Ricketts family did invite him to the offices in early 19, or 2017 and presented him with a World Series ring. Not at the field, not during a game, but in the offices of the Cubs, the Ricketts family presented him a World Series ring in uh, for wow. the World Series twenty, and he really? is 
is invited back to the field whenever he wants to come, but he has so far declined. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. that poor yeah. guy. And he's probably still terrified of getting hit, right? I mean, right. that's why he didn't show up. Was he afraid of getting killed? <laughs> well, no, no. I think what it was is he, he was pretty sure the Cubs were going to lose. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, said, he didn't want to take. I've already been blamed him. for one series. There's no way. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of why they probably gave him a ring too. It's like, hey, thanks a lot for not showing up. <laughs> so glad you didn't accept that GoFundMe. But uh, he's still a huge Cub fan, from what I can uh, find on the internet, and uh, said that has not ruled out someday coming back to a game. Man. So, uh, all right, on to show 170, and you and Tim, uh, Ben, you and Tim got into a discussion about people who have opened for me, and so <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt obligated to make my little list that includes <laughs> Tim Allen, oh. <laughs> Drew Carey, oh man, Steve Harvey, who oh, I, Steve and I spent a week together at the fabulous Cave Condo the infamous Cape Condo at Hilarities in Akron, Ohio, uh, many, many years ago. Uh, 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 other people who I have opened for include uh, uh, Ron White. Or you, have opened you have opened for, for, open for you. Ron White. Uh-huh. Uh, Dan Whitney, uh, better known as Larry the Cable Guy. And Mark Curry, Mr. Cooper. In Man. Fact, okay, yeah. well, the last one is... But all those that you yeah. have been leapfrogged <laughs> a lot. I, I have, and and, uh, and I've also worked with uh, like Leno Shanling. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's. In fact, I, I, a quick Gary Shanling story. I was working with Gary Shanling at the Comedy Castle in Detroit, Michigan, many years ago. And after the last show on Sunday night, we're both kind of hanging out, waiting to get our money. And, of course, Gary gets his paycheck first, and he brings his paycheck out, and he shows it to me. And it's yeah. for $1,500. Wow. And I, rem- I remember standing there thinking, man, if I could ever get to the point in life where I'm making $1,500 a week doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you got to remember, so Jeff, that was, uh, that was, what, 1980? Uh, Ooh, that yeah. is a lot of money. 80, 81, yeah. yeah that was a lot that's money. a lot of money. You could buy that's a like house three for grand. $1,500 in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite that cheap, but you could probably buy a house for $25,000 back then. I bet that's double. I bet that's double. We need a fact checker to get on that. What's the rate of... <laughs> Who's fact How much is $1,500 worth in 1981? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, But I remember seeing... And Gary actually signed a napkin for me, and I still have it. Uh, his signature on a napkin from the old comedy castle at Maximilian's in Detroit, which Tim would remember well. Oh, that's cool. Man, that's a, quite a list. That is yeah. a, a whole yeah, bunch that, of people that are, did so much better than you. Yeah, uh, I, I, there's, there's <laughs> others too that did well, but not quite that good. But uh, uh, anyway. Um, $5,000. It's 5000 Yeah. Did you just fact check that? Wow. Yeah, I Fifteen hundred then would be five thousand a week now. Yep, it doesn't really seem like that much because I know big name headliners are are sco- in, in clubs are taking down you know fifteen twenty grand a week. Oh sure, Man. sure. You know, fifteen. So, yeah. Well, some of, some of them, yeah, some of them like you know 
the the uh like, like Ron White when he does a theater, he's doing he's doing, you know, yeah, I'm not, 50, I'm not even talking a show. I'm just yeah, talking clubs. uh clubs, you know, club yeah. club dates, which are usually door deals and and whatnot. Okay, uh and then uh, I I it, it, my fact checker notes have become a lot like my comedy notes. <laughs> I I write them down and then I think, well, I'll remember what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I just have no idea what it means. But for instance, I have a note here that says insects. Oh, we were talking about we were talking about eating insects. We were talking oh, about oh, yeah. eating oh, insects, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. And and uh and then I have another note to say, and you talked about maggots and but and I look it up. Maggots only eat dead flesh. Uh-huh. That's it. There was some so Tim was right. Yeah, yeah, there was some discussion there about maggots on something, but the maggots will only eat dead flesh. Ugh, right, that's right. it. Right. So if you want to be a vegan, eating a, to, to go back. But my my point was, if you want to be a vegan who right. who doesn't hurt animals in order to right. sustain yourself, and you decide that maggots are okay, you're going to have to kill an animal to feed the maggots. Well, right. no, no, you just wait till the animal dies, and <laughs> you're. Hey, but you, you don't give it a proper burial; you just leave it out there, exposed to the elements. Yes, as long as it's <laughs> is it dies natural causes or hit by cars, um, and then you just then you eat the maggots after they eat it. Yeah, but, but that's I a, just that's a heck of a way to to run a farm, though. If you're the maggot farm, you got yeah. to <laughs> well, you the know, roads around the farm in order to. But it's totally worth it because then you're, you know, you feel good well, about yourself. You could feel good because they would all be free range maggots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But they might be in some bad living conditions. Yeah. They, yeah, maybe you they need want, to... You don't want a factory farm maggot. No. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's to be sad for the maggots. But uh, sad. that discussion actually led me to write a bit, which I'm now doing in my act, which is working very well. And I ah. talked about that. I didn't realize it, but I am on a plant based diet. Here's how I figure it. Cows eat grass. Oh, yeah. Chickens eat corn. Corn yeah. and grass are plants. I eat chicken and cows. Ergo, yeah. plant based diet. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. You, a, I mean, you also eat the middleman, but still. You, yeah, I'm on a plant-based plant diet. <laughs> plant diet so. Yeah, yeah. yeah of, course, of course, though, uh, to throw another uh, level of confusion on it, chickens eat maggots. Oh, no. That's right. <laughs> chickens and, eat anything. And, and that's the beautiful circle of life, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is gorgeous. It's beautiful. And, and, and actually, and actually that's, why, that's why free-range chickens are better. Because uh, they have access to maggots, bugs, free- and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, free range maggots. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And then uh, just one last thing uh, from episode one seventy three. You got into a discussion about unemployment and minimum wage workers. Oh, we did. That sounds yes. political. That sounds political. Okay. Let's oh, okay. It. I'll stay away from it. No, 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 no. I want to okay. hear. That's okay. We're fifty fifty now. And uh, I think it, there was. I don't remember exactly what uh, what they said, but uh, it it somebody uh, I think it was maybe Ben who said something about how the the minimum wage hasn't risen in twenty or thirty years or something like that, mm-hmm. and mostly most states, with the very few exceptions, 
have much higher minimum wages than the federal government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so, uh, which actually makes sense, you know, yeah. because there's right. no reason there's no reason that Nebraska should have the same minimum wage as New York. Oh yeah. No, as New York absolutely shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Ben and I were working in North Dakota, and uh, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I still remember I sat out in the cold so I could videotape the uh, McDonald's. They had the, the the billboard on McDonald's there. I still have it, where it says now starting fifteen dollars an hour, which right. uh, d- decent. That's right. decent in North yeah. Dakota. But yeah. here was here was my point: is like I don't need any economic indicators or reports from the government to know how good the economy is. I go into my local fast food joint and I gauge the intelligence level of the (laughs) and the age and the age also. Like we can get these 45 year old. Right. And the stupider and younger they are, the better the economy is. Yeah, that's very true. That's so true. Absolutely. The economy is awesome. Just, I, I, I went into a McDonald's recently and I handed, I ordered a large Diet Coke, which was a dollar and seven cents with tax. I handed the girl a $20 bill. She had no clue how to count my change back to me. And she ended up giving me like $16 and 30 cents back. And I'm just going, I looked at her and go, you know, that's not even close. (laughs) (laughs) And she just, she was completely at sea and I could tell that she was. And so finally I just said, you know what you owe me. And I said another, I forget what the actual number was. I said $2 and 73 cents. And she like just took out a bunch of money and handed it to me. Just threw it at you. Yeah. You and robbed. Said, you just robbed no. them. And then I said, no, no, you give me way too much now. I said, <laughs> and, and, and I said, do you not know how to count? And it was like I had said some kind of slur to her. Well, you might have. She got really offended. <laughs> and the manager comes over and I said, listen. If you want me to walk away with this money and this Diet Coke, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I said, but I am trying this. I, and I explained the situation. The manager says, oh, I'm sorry. And the manager counts out to change. Now, I just want to know, the manager put that young person on that job. Yeah. Don't they like say, uh, hey, you know, before you open the register, you can count, right? No. Well, yeah, I think they ask them and then they lie. And then the manager doesn't know how to count either. So, it just, it's yeah, that's just the problem. That's the economy is so good. The manager can't count. So yeah. he's just hoping they can. Yeah, that's the manager right. looked at the big stack of money in your hand. So, oh, so that's not right. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's all I got for this morning. I, we're probably at way over 10 minutes. I don't know. but A little uh, bit. Yeah. Uh, that's fine, but you're always worth it. Jeffrey Jenner, yep. the fact checker for the Rule of Three. Thank you much, Jeff. We'll Thanks, thank Jeff. you, guys. Appreciate it. See you in a few weeks. And that's all for the Rule of Three. Uh, uh, as we mentioned, the, we, we opened the new poll up on uh, Facebook. So uh, go to the Facebook page, Rule of Numeral Three. Uh, on Facebook and uh, go there and vote because this is it. This is the final. This is the final vote. This one uh, we're just scrapping the results of the the, the previous two polls. This will be the final poll. Whatever this poll says, 
if you voted before, you can vote again. Pretend it's Chicago. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> whoops! You see? You yeah. see? You see? You see, what, see what you're missing? In. See what? <laughs> see what kind of humor you're missing? With wow! <laughs> with a no gold. Policy. Yeah. <laughs> what brilliant jokes! Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, go there and vote. Uh, uh, also, you can find more information about me at timslegel.com or bentwashburn.com you can go that my website or facebook i'm on facebook i'm the only bent washburn in america pretty much b-e-n-g-t washburn just google it and uh other than that we'll uh, we'll see you next week uh let's see